This lesson is hip joints for sitting cross-legged. But it's also useful for just sitting on a chair. So find a place to sit, either cross-legged, use a cushion if you need one, or on a hard chair, sitting towards the front of the chair, so you're not using the back for support and have your feet flat on the ground. If you're sitting cross-legged, then try one leg in front, try the other leg in front. What's more comfortable for you? Is there just a difference there? And in either position, how would you rate your comfort? And where does your attention go in this kind of sitting? Are you familiar with your sitting bones? Those two bony places at the bottom of your pelvis. Can you feel both sitting bones in the way you're sitting? Or perhaps more one? Perhaps they're very symmetrical or maybe uneven. And however you're sitting, take a moment just to arch your back and round your back. So it's as if you bring the back of your pelvis forwards and let that echo up through your spine and then take it backwards and again let the spine respond. And for most people, as you take the top of the pelvis backwards, you'll slump forwards a little. And as you arch your back, taking the back of the pelvis forwards, then you'll find you do something more like what people think of as sitting up straight. Of course, as we all know, sitting up straight is a very difficult thing to do with a spine that's shaped the way we have our spine shaped. So, arch and round, and how much movement do you have here? How much comfort? How many possibilities? And when you've done this for a little while, then leave it and come and lie on your back. If you're comfortable, lie with your legs long and sense how much of your back is against the floor. Pay particular attention to the arch at the back of your waist. Is that arch particularly high at the moment? Or is it very flat to the floor? Or can you even discern a little bit of difference between the right side and the left? And what about the arch at the back of your neck? How far is the back of the neck from the floor? Maybe take a hand or both hands and just slide them under your neck and out, not looking to move your neck to make space, but to leave the neck still and just slide the hands in and feel how much room there is there. And then do the same at the back of your waist. Maybe one hand will slide in a little easier.
and then let your hands come back to by your sides and notice how much of a gap there is at the backs of your knees, the right knee, the left knee, how much space is there there. And now please bend both knees, stand both feet. Of course this will have affected how your back rests against the floor. Maybe the back of the waist has moved a little bit. Maybe even the back of the neck. And now bring your right knee over your chest and bring both hands around the right knee. And as if this was a really lazy, easy movement that doesn't take much effort, as indeed it doesn't, just bring the knee towards your chest and then let it return. The idea is that you keep both hands around the knee so you don't let it go away from the chest so far that you have to let go. You keep your hands around the knee, pull the knee in towards your chest, lightly, softly, easily, and then let it return. And as you do this, observe what's happening with your pelvis. Is there some movement here? Would you say the top of the back of the pelvis moves a little bit? Maybe towards the floor sometimes, maybe away from the floor? And if the pelvis is moving, then maybe the spine is moving or the back of the neck is moving. Just search for any echoes of movement that come up through the spine. What do you find? And now pause with your knee and think through for a moment how, as you bring your knee inwards, the back of the waist goes a little towards the floor, and as you take the knee away from your chest, the back of the waist arches. And then begin to think about, and then to do, a movement where you do the opposite. So as you pull your knee towards your chest, you arch the back of the waist. You take the top of the pelvis forwards. And then as you let the knee go away from your chest, you let the back of the waist come back to neutral. Think about it and then do it. Do it several times. So as you pull the knee to the chest, you arch the back of the waist. You take it away from the floor. And then as the knee goes away from the chest, you let the back of the waist come back to neutral. And notice as you do this, how do you make it possible to do something that goes against the grain? Are there places where you have to try very hard? What's your breath doing? What is the inside of your mouth like right now? Is your tongue soft or your teeth a little apart? And then when you've done this a few times, leave it, let your leg down, let the other leg down too.
and rest. Sometimes when we do something like this, just on the one side, you have the opportunity to sense what difference that's made. Is there something different now about your right leg compared with the left? And now bend both knees again. And this time bring the left knee over your chest. And bring your hands around the left knee. Holding the knee. And again start to pull the knee towards your chest and let it away from the chest. And again you're looking for a movement that's really easy and simple. And perhaps now on this side it becomes clearer what happens with the pelvis. Of course what happens with the pelvis is not just dependent upon this movement in the left knee. Something needs to give permission in the right hip. And as you move the knee and allow the pelvis to respond in its normal way, notice what's happening with your head. Is there some movement there against the floor? Maybe your chin is rising a bit and lowering a bit. Maybe the arch at the back of your neck is changing. And then come to a neutral place, holding the knee, and begin to think about doing the movement in the other way. So as the knee comes in, the back of the waist goes away from the floor. And as the knee goes away from the chest, the back of the waist comes back to the floor. Think it through a couple of times. And then when you're ready, start to do the movement. Is it possible to do it really easily, smoothly, like it was nothing, like it was really easy, like there is nothing unusual about this? So as the knee comes towards the chest, the back of the waist goes forwards and makes a big arch at the back of the waist. As the knee goes away from the chest, the arch comes back to neutral. And how does that movement affect the arch at the back of your neck? And again, your breathing. How is your breathing? Was it perhaps easier on this side? And then when you've done the one you're doing, leave it, let your leg down and rest. How is your left leg now?
And now, when you're ready again, bend both knees, stand both feet. And this time, bring your right foot up onto your left knee. The foot will kind of rest on the outside of the ankle, just a little bit above the knee. And then in this place, keeping the ankle and the knee, the ankle of the right foot and the left knee, keeping them in touch, just lift and lower your right knee a few times. Lift it away from its starting position, which of course means as it lifts, it makes an arc in the air and comes in towards your centre line. And then let it lower to whatever place feels comfortable. Don't push it down, just allow it to come down. Lift it again, lower it. Sense what happens in your right hip as you do this. Is there anything happening in the pelvis? And then leave the knee still and bring your hands to your lower right leg. So your right hand is to your right knee and your left hand is to your right ankle. And holding the leg, just arch and let back your, your back a few times. So arch your back and then return. And then as you begin to arch your back, pull the knee towards you and pull the ankle towards you as well. So you lift the ankle off your knee and you pull the whole lower leg towards you as you arch your back and then let it back so the ankle goes back to the knee as your back comes back to neutral. And do that a few times. And when you've done it a few times, leave it, let your legs down, straighten your legs and rest. And now bend your knees again. Bring your left ankle up onto your right knee. And a few times, arch and flatten your back. Of course, now your left hip is in a different position. And then leave the back still and swing the left knee up a little bit and inwards and back down, leaving the ankle attached to your right leg. It will roll over the right leg as the knee moves in space. You may find that the range on this side is different from on the other side. And then bring both hands to your lower left leg, 
Take your right hand to the left ankle, your left hand to the left knee. And again, arch and return with your lower back. And then begin to lift the leg towards your chest as you arch. And return it as your back returns. And notice if it's possible to lift the knee and the ankle equally. It may just be a small movement. That's absolutely fine. What we're doing here is not about the exercise, but it's about how do we organise this? How do we get the brain into that place where we can allow the knee to come towards the chest at the same time as we arch the pelvis. And then finish the one you're doing. Let your leg down, let your arms down. Lengthen your legs and rest. And now please roll to the side and sit up. If you're sitting cross-legged, come to sitting on your cushion in that cross-legged position. If you're using a chair, come all the way up to standing and then sit on your chair. And for a moment, just sit. And how is that now? Do you feel your sitting bones? And in this position, arch and round your back a few times, noticing if you have more movement here. And then come back to a place which isn't moving, or isn't moving much, and sense how you are in your sitting. To be able to sit quietly either on a chair or in the cross-leg position is just so fundamental to our daily lives. Thank you very much.